The following story is written by the creator of Is History Watching the Podcast? These are a series of mini episodes in short fiction that were written originally for our companion blog site, www.heytherishistory.com. This story is about an eight-year-old little boy in his battle over Easter. Sit back and relax and let the whole family enjoy. You're listening to Is History Watching the Podcast? History for everyone, but our point of view. In my young, turbulent life, he has bested me, year after year. His sneakiness and dedication to his craft are both inspiring and infuriating at the same time. He only hops. He does not fly, he does not run, and he is not invisible. He just hops with a basket full of colorful eggs. This creature of candy and joy breaks into your house every year and hides it all. Some might find this to be a fun game. I see it as the workings of a sadistic, fun-sucking, power-driven ego hunter, all wrapped in the increasingly fake propaganda shoved down the throats of innocents. Wow. That got a little emotionally heavy. Before my tale of deceit and intrigue begins, I must make a confession. I am just a worldly young boy of eight. I can assume the question rattling around in the minds of all the older people reading this, where did he get his vocabulary? Well, my friends, I assume at this point we are friends. It is called modern technology. And now back to the story. I call this the tale of lost joy. As heavy as that implicit title is, it was three years ago on the eve of Easter, or as I called it back then, mission prep. Starry-eyed and full of anticipation, like an eager and excited five-year-old should be on that night. We had spent the day coloring eggs. I used all my artistically creative, subtle ability to make the perfect eggs. Ones that radiated joy and holiday fervor from the pinwheel of colorful magic. There was one that shined brighter than the rest. I could hardly believe my young hands had created it. I could see Mr. Easter himself gazing upon my creation with excitement and pride. My reward for my great work of Easter art would be one for the history books. It would be an abundance of candy, money, and toys to rival the greatest treasures of antiquity. Why, in the generations to come, a future Dr. Jones himself would be commissioned to locate this hidden gem if it ever got lost. I now realize that was a little far-fetched and selfish, but remember, I was only five. Imagination is a funny and dangerous thing, isn't it? It creates visions in our mind's eye. Found that word on Google. That creates a false reality. In mine, I saw rooms full of everything Easter. And awards, people slow clapping, and my parents' eyes welling up with pride and jealousy. But that is not what happened at all. I awoke Easter morning full of vigor and pride. My sister and I woke up our parents and were forced to wait. Here's a little side note. Why do parents make you wait in their bedrooms every major holiday until they are ready to go? Do they not understand the mental anguish that has to be swallowed down the throats of all kids? If we whine, yell, or heaven forbid cry, we will be waiting for even longer. It might sound like I'm speaking from experience. It is possible that I am. But that is a memory for another time. Anyways, once released from the prison of our parents' bedroom, I raced down the stairs and a terrible feeling came over me. What if the eggs were not hidden at all? Worse, what if he was not? The impressed. The grand Easter hall in my mind would be just an afterthought of a disappointed little boy. Seconds later, my worst fear had been realized. Not only was my work of art not hidden, but it also lay on the ground. Broken like my heart, shattered in pieces, the colors scattered about haphazardly, trampled on by the unmistakable foot of a giant furry menace. 
the Easter Bunny. Anguish overtook me, but I forced a smile and played along. I hunted for the tools of his so-called joy. I will admit I received ample candy, money, and toys to keep my young mind occupied. But in my heart, I vowed revenge. You see, it was not the prizes, but the lack of respect for the hard work. So indulge me for a moment. Think about that famous painting, the Mona Linda. Hmm. That does not seem right. Hang on. Let me Google it. I mean the Mona Lisa. What if the first time the painting was presented to a crowd, they laughed and knocked it over, trampling on it? It would sure not sit in that famous museum in Paris as one of the greatest work of arts in history. In my little mind, my wonderful, colorful egg was the Mona Lisa of Easter-themed food painted artwork. There you have it, the source of my disdain, the reason to capture this creature of melodramatic tomfoolery and to simply ask him why. For three years, I have been frustrated with this quest. When the Easter debacle, I might have a future in naming historical events, had first happened, I devised a foolproof plan. The next year, I would stay awake and confront my antagonist. Unfortunately, six-year-olds are not too different from five-year-olds, and I fell asleep. Last year, my supposed year of reckoning, I tied up a string trap to a bland-colored egg to catch his oversized egg-smashing paw. Sadly, this engineering marvel failed, and disappointment once again filled my heart. That brings us to this year, the year I am sure my plan will work. Being eight, I now possess the intelligence, patience, and demeanor to accomplish this haughty goal. I have a few things on my side this year, technology and support. At my wise age, I realized holding in this type of anger and resentment and disappointment all alone is unhealthy. I filled in my closest allies, my family. I withheld some facts and let them keep some of their childlike wonderment. I will carry the torch of inevitability alone. Telling my younger sister was of little help. She possesses an innate ability to not really care. But my secret weapon, my parents not only share in my despair, but vowed to help me right this wrong at all costs. Now with that statement, I set about creating an Amazon wish list of the latest spy equipment, GPS tags for all the eggs, motion sensor security cameras, and alarms for all the windows and doors. Unbeknownst to me, when my parents said at all costs, they did not mean financially, and my budget flashed back to zero. Lacking parental funds and not willing to part with my hard-earned cash on this furry articulator of corporate greed, I did what all great thinkers in the past have done. I scavenged. I found an old game camera my dad used for hunting deer. He let me borrow it. Now I will use it to hunt a menace. Simplicity is key to this year's plan. No trap. No great Herculean effort to stay awake. Just a camera and a note. A simple picture of my long-forgotten masterpiece with one word. Why? I set my camera and note next to a basket full of solid color lack of interest eggs. I went to bed full of emotion and low expectations. I will tell you, my friends, it was a fitful sleep, tossing and turning all night. I could still not bring myself to venture downstairs and confront my source of sadness head on. I lay in that weird state when both fear and hope share the same space in my young mind. By morning, a warm glow shined through my bedroom window as anticipation nears. My day of reckoning. I awoke my sister when we rushed to our parents' room. I feigned excitement, not wanting them to know the full depth of retribution I hold in my heart. After the prescribed pre-holiday parental waiting period, we descended down the stairs to my date with destiny. I entered the room and headed for the camera to find the photo evidence of the culprit. I found nothing. The power had somehow drained from the battery and it never recorded a thing. All night, once again, bested by this furry menace. I do not know what kind of magic he wields in his arsenal of deceit, but it cannot be matched.
I skulked around the room with a look of derision. I feigned looking for eggs modeled after commercialized plastic eggs found at any mass retailer when I came upon the most beautiful sight these worldly eight-year-old eyes had ever seen. My masterpiece of my five-year-old heart came suddenly back to life. All the colors and designs were as electrifying as the day I cast it from my mind onto its earthly vessel. A simple note with it read, Sorry for stepping on your magnificent egg. Its vibrant design cast a glow of Easter excitement about me. Three years ago, I happily rushed around and hit all the Easter prizes and was careless. I apologize for taking so long, but I hope you enjoy this recreation I have carried with me since seeing your artwork years ago. Happy Easter, old chap. This was it. The vindication I had been searching for all these long years. Recognition. Funny, though. I never thought of the Easter Bunny as British, but now the accent is stuck in my head. I assume it is in yours, so I hope you listen to the rest of this story that way. Anyway, all the candy and toys of Easter were just part of the experience of the holiday. What mattered to me most was seeing my art create joy for others. Is that not what the holidays are truly for? Enjoying simple things like magnificent works of art displaying the glow of youthful creation. So that is my story of creation, despair, vengeance, and ultimately wonder. We have taken quite the journey together, my friends. I bid you farewell and a great holiday. Thank you for listening to our very first mini bonus episode. Stick around for more. Our next series starts with our first episode and deals with the Trent Affair. You have been listening to his History Watching the Podcast. Remember, history comes alive with those who embrace, study, and interpret the past. Mm-hmm.